This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dumb Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins, and today we got another great episode for you. I know last week we had Caitlin Hempstead on. We talked about Cleopatra. You know what we need? More powerful women in our lives. And that's what we're doing this week. We got Naomi Via on and we're talking about Oprah. That's right. Probably the most badass woman alive right now. Certainly one of the riches. And Naomi comes in and she brings it. And we're going to learn a lot about Oprah. And you might walk away feeling inspired. Might walk away having another podcast you got to download. Two, actually. There's one just on Oprah. That's right. A podcast just all about Oprah. And even Oprah sometimes comes on and talks about it. Number two, Naomi Via has an amazing podcast on What's a Creative called Let's Fall in Love. It's great. Every week she has a different guest on. She asks them questions based off of the New York Times questionnaire on questions that are destined to make you fall in love if you ask another person and some other fun questions that Naomi comes up with herself. It's a great fun listen. Check it out. Also, if you're in the LA area, you got to check out Boss Jr., one of the greatest indie improv teams currently happening. It's like the Oprah of indie improv teams. You can also check out Naomi on the Herald Team Dirt. And if you're like, hey, I need even more Naomi in my life, go on her Instagram, follow her at Naomi S. Via. Naomi's Via? Maybe that's how you pronounce it. Hey, friends. We got a new sponsor today, and I'm pretty jazzed about it. We are sponsored by ModCloth. ModCloth is actually a company I've been getting clothes from before the sponsor. So, hey, it's great to talk about a brand that I actually use. I use ModCloth. Ladies, ModCloth is for ladies of all body types, and those clothes are so cute. That's right. We got vintage clothes. One of my first purchases, I got an old 1950s style swimsuit that I love that is still in great condition. That bam, I wore it in Vegas. That's how cool it is. (laughs) That's how cool I am. Yay. No, but seriously, it's super cute. Their clothes are definitely cooler than me. There's also a section in Moncloth called Quirky Finds. Quirky? Quirky clothes? Uh, yes, please. Of course I want a tank top with a bunch of bicycles on it. Of course I want a cat that has his face painted like David Bowie and the shirt says Kitty Bowie. Uh, yes, please. So many cat shirts, so many fun clothes. And listeners, boy, do I got a deal for you. If you're like, hey, I'm going to go check out ModCloth or hey, I already buy clothes from ModCloth. You know you want 20% off your entire order. Yes, I'm so frugal. I love a deal. Ladies, all you have to do, go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash ModCloth. Boom, you automatically get 20% off your entire order. Also, nerds, I know you're all nerds, so you're probably in school. You might even be a teacher. Teachers and students, you get 25% off $100 or more order at ModCloth. If you go to boardwalkaudio.com slash ModCloth25, I'm not sure how they verify that. I know I still carry my college ID around. I get college discounts. Hey, college for life, baby. So get that 25% off. Check out ModCloth. Are you all ready for one of the most powerful women of our times? Ladies and gentlemen, Let's get into it with Naomi Via on Oprah. Hey, 
jump in. <gasps> we're live. <laughs> we're Hello, we're live. We're live. Um, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> live later. later. Yeah, live yeah, yeah. Later, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're live later. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, and thank you for picking Oprah. Oh my God. It was a slam dunk. Like, no, I mean, I, I pitched RuPaul's Drag Race, but that was like yeah. an alternate. Like, if you don't want Oprah, <laughs> I can also talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's also great. And I've had a few people mention mm-hmm. him. And I think he's so awesome that I'm like, OK, eventually there's going to be yeah. a RuPaul. Yeah. And like anytime I get one where like a lot of people are asking, I'm like, I just imagine my head. I'm like, we'll do a live show where like five people Everybody. come on and like gets to talk about him. Uh, and then and then but I was like, we got to talk about Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I really love it when when young people are like, I love Oprah. I loved her from when I was like as as the whole, my whole entire life. From yeah. like I don't remember a time where I wasn't like fully in love with her because <laughs> I watched it every day after mm-hmm. I got home from school with my mom. Oh, awesome. so it was like a routine. Yeah, that lasted for years, uh-huh. and then it just continued into like my life. And is Oprah still? Is she still on TV or she is not? The Oprah Winfrey Show yeah. ended a while uh-huh. ago, but she is like on some like. Uh, some of her own shows she does. She has like, like her own channel, right? Yes, she has and her own network. Everything. Yeah. Empire. Yeah. I wrote down, Oprah Winfrey is a talk show host, producer, actor, Academy Award nominee, philanthropist, and richest self-made woman in America. Yep. Those are like the absolute headlines, yeah, though. Like yeah. there's so much, so much, so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so much. But yeah, yeah just talking about the money is like, Oh my God, it's insane. Like, and I always say, like, so many like billionaires seem like crazy people. Right. Or they're boring. It's boring. one of the yeah. two. Yeah. And Oprah is neither. She's yeah. like so self aware. She's like mm-hmm. such a like, I know it sounds insane to say, but she like truly does seem like a normal person. She does. Well, and I think like her childhood and yes. everything like plays so much into it. Cause I think like the biggest problem with rich people are like so many of them are just born into it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. It's probably like being a child star. It's yeah. like you miss out on like a part of humanity and then it's just like missing. And yeah. when you talk to him, it's like, oh, you're you, you're just coming off like a garbage person because you don't relate. You don't know struggle at all. You didn't um, have like a, a normal life for any at any point in your life. Yeah. 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 Where she had, like, the hardest life for a very long time. Yeah. And then did it all herself. Yeah. 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 It was just, uh I mean, and then, like, yeah, I feel like it, anyone who reads her story, like, will connect to something and be, like, tear up or something. Mm-hmm. Be like, her grandma. Her oh, my grandma. God. Hattie Mae. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I love her grandma so much. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Okay. Do (laughs) Do you want to start with her childhood or? So, yeah, I think so, because it is like fascinating. Yeah. And I think it 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 was like part of what her talent is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Let's let's dig into it. Okay, so the first thing I have. So Oprah was named Orpa. Yeah. When she was like, Mm -hmm. that's her real name on her birth certificate. But everybody called her Oprah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they just like. We're like, fine, that's my name now. Yeah. Uh, and then, fun fact, Orpa is from the Book of Ruth, mm-hmm. and Naomi is from the Book of Ruth. Both of our names oh are from the Book God. of Ruth. 
uh, uh, <laughs> Naomi is Orpa's, which sounds like I'm saying it sounds so weird, uh, is Orpa's mother-in-law. Oh. In the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know if they're friends? Uh, well, the weird part is like <laughs> it's called the Book of Ruth because I don't know anything about Christianity, but I know like this part because, of course, I'm a narcissist and uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like from my understanding and like people could say that this is wrong, but uh, that Naomi and like her husband moved mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't fucking know where. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their sons got married to uh, a woman named Ruth and a woman named Orpa. Okay. And then the sons or the husband died or like all of them died. Some, some, Probably. some situation Probably where like all the men tragic. died. Yeah. yeah. Those three. And then, uh, uh, Naomi was like, go, like, said to the two women, like, go move somewhere else and go mm-hmm. remarry and, like, have a good life. Mm-hmm. And uh, Orpa was like, okay, and, like, left. And then Bruce <laughs> was like, no, I'm not leaving you. Like, I'm yeah. loyal to you. You, like, gave uh-huh. me a bunch of whatever. So, yeah. and, and the funny part is that, like, Orpa's the one that's like, bye, bye. Bitch. Peace. Yeah. And she goes off to become, like, a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> she has her own network. Yeah. Um, that's, that's interesting. Well, yeah, I know some Bible stories, but I don't know the book of Ruth. But I think it is interesting. Yeah, no one really knows about the character Orpa. Yeah. It's like, I feel like when people name their kids after Bible characters, Mm -hmm. it is like, it's not like, oh, I named my kid Satan. It's like, I named my kid Mother Mary or like, (laughs) you know, or like Jesus. Yeah. 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 Like literally Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. My mom did not like my parents did not name me after the Naomi in the Bible. Uh-huh. I just happened to be in the Bible. Uh, but <sighs> Oprah was. Yeah. Oprah, yeah. They were like, because yeah. this is from the Bible. Yeah. 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 It's probably her mom was like, oh, I just like the name and it's in the Bible. Yeah. Not having like, this means like, you know, gift of men or mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Gift of God is what Matt means. Oh, really? Matt means gift of God. Gift from God. <laughs> there's so many Matt's. I, there's, there's so and many they're not gifts, gifts from God. <laughs> On the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah, my name, my mom named me after a soap opera character. <laughs> after I was born, she turned evil. But the root of my name means disbeliever of men from Greek mythology. Oh, my God. So there's, God. like, nothing good that, in my name. Like, yeah. Disbeliever of men is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, the story goes that, like, a god fell in love with Cassandra and gave her the gift of prophecy, but she broke his heart. So she, he's like, fine, then no one's going to believe you. And she started seeing all this bad stuff that was coming. She tried to warn everybody, and everyone's like, shut up. <gasps> Yikes. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the root of feminism and like yeah. so many things about women. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah speaking of that, uh, like when people not believing women, mm-hmm. Oprah was molested by her. Sorry, I'm saying molested like it's super casual, but like yeah. by her cousin, her uncle, and a family friend. Like multiple people. Yeah. By the time, like yeah. starting when she was nine years old, which that, is insane. Uh, and like, I feel like as I get older too, like kids, when they're getting molested, it's like they don't that like that many people. It just probably feels like, oh, this is this is what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. But then when she was like 24, Mm -hmm. she told her family, she was like, this is what happened to me. Yeah. And I finally am like coming to terms with it. And I would like to share it with you guys. And they were like, "Uh, no. (laughs) I mean, that's what's so like. 
in the media too, when women come out and are like, Hey, this is a thing that happened to me when I was younger, this awful thing. So many people are like, really though, Mm -hmm. is this publicity stunt? Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. But I feel like Oprah people, I assume people believed her. People believed her when she like said it on her TV show. Like she, there was like an episode on sexual abuse where she like came out and said it on national television. That's at the time hard to do was like, especially at the time. Like now I feel like it would be like, still like a big deal but not as shocking yeah whereas like this was like i think like truly shocking at the time Mm because you know it was a while ago but and she was so powerful that Mm -hmm. you think oh my god i can't believe like i knew you came from poverty but yeah on top of it yeah yeah uh and i think that like because she has like the she's like the most influential woman in the world right like yeah actually like there's like, <laughs> like been research yes. that like goes into that i'm not yeah. just like saying that because i am in love with her uh but she so like saying that i'm positive caused like so many people yeah to like come out and like share what happened to them yeah like that watched yeah. the show yeah millions of people that watch the show i'm sure were like well, if Oprah can like share it on national TV, yeah. then like I can share it with my family. Yeah. And when she told her family, they didn't believe her. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, her, like, obviously her grandma's great, but like. Her mom was her, terrible. Yeah. 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 She had a terrible mom. And she like, that's why she says that she like never wanted kids. Well, she did. She was pregnant. And then she like had a the baby and the, like prematurely yeah. and the baby died which is also like how bad can your life be yeah and she was also 14 when that happened yeah so i don't think that's her being like i want to have a kid no it's no no like, no oh no mm-hmm. like you know yeah uh-oh because she was like a little promiscuous well, she was like fucking around it's like a symptom of yeah. sexual abuse oh totally it's like oh this is how i get men this is how men treat women mm-hmm. like so if i want to hang out with a boy and he wants this. Of course I give it to him. Right. And, yeah. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's yeah. what I've been told I was supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. She had like a bad couple of like boyfriends. Like really bad situations. Reading her story too. It's like uh, I'm so glad like her grandma and the school system was like, hey, this this woman's talented. Like, let's get her on yeah. the radio or whatever. Because I think it could have easily like just gone the other way for her. Like mm-hmm. getting. Yeah. Being young and pregnant and like being in a being raised by someone that clearly doesn't care about you yeah. and is not supporting you and like recognizing But also like talents. that's another situation where like her mom was like a teenager so it's yeah. like yeah she's not evil it's like a product of, of their yeah. yeah yeah of that time and that social economic racial background mm-hmm. yeah it's not fun and that she like credits her grandma with like having any so- sort of like sense of like or like self-esteem like yeah. anything that like made her believe in herself like came mm-hmm. from her grandma Ugh, which again warms my heart yeah it's like i think that's like a thing that's overlooked by like a lot of parents is like oh i i should make sure my kid like has self-worth mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like i think day to day you're like just feed the kid make sure it goes to sleep and does his activities yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> does <its> activities. <laughs> not being like gotta hey, do gymnastics like, yeah believe in yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, let's see. Yeah. She also like had to wear like dresses made of potato sacks and everybody made fun of her. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Those people are wrong. Those people regret that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. 
Yeah, she like in high school, she like was like uh, bumped up to like a affluent suburban high school. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading that like so she was hanging out with like Mm -hmm. rich kids. And I read too like she would have to take the bus to school. Yeah. And like on the bus, she would be riding with people that were like the servants to these families that, Mm -hmm. that she would be at school with yeah and and like on both sides people making fun of her because she's like because that's such a tough situation where like the people you're in school with yeah you're not the same as like they're like they see you as not their equal which is like not true but that's how they saw you yeah and then so you're you don't fit in there but then also like everybody's like oh so you're too smart for us yeah like going to that Mm -hmm. so it's like can't win yeah yeah and it like i feel like it puts her in this like permanent outsider spot which probably helps her like when she's like getting to interviewing people and Mm -hmm. being like let me see okay i relate to this part of you because there's a part of me that's always like feels like an outsider or yeah yeah i don't know I see in all the sides (laughs) yeah yeah and then i think it took her a while from my understanding like because i've it's hard because I've heard so many things through so many like outlets or whatever, however mm. you say it. Like her, like she had not, she didn't have a podcast, but there's a podcast called Making Oprah, Whoa. which is the best podcast in the world. <laughs> uh, I like cried every single episode. It's like an NPR, like public radio podcast. Is it like just kind of going through her life? Yeah. Like wow. her rise to success. Yeah. Yeah. And like going through the Oprah Winfrey show and all that. And, uh, it so I've like learned a lot from that too, like a lot mm. of th- and then even a lot of things that I already knew because I know the like highlights, all of the highlights, and then a lot of the like deep cuts because I'm a I'm an yeah, obsessive yeah. person. <laughs> uh, and but hearing it in uh, like from her because they had her on a bunch of episodes, Aww. so hearing it from her directly or the way that they're like presenting in a story format rather than Mm -hmm. just like I'm reading this online. Right. uh, Like would make me like sob, even though I like knew the whole story. But just like hearing. Yeah. And then they probably put like a little bit of music Mm -hmm. underneath. Mm -hmm. Oh, that damn music. Yeah. Gets me every time. And then also her book is great. Like it's like her philosophy on life and it's the best. She's coming out with a memoir. I know she's coming out with a memoir. Yeah. And I don't like, uh, I don't know. She like her inspirational quotes always have like a different look. I don't like it's not like everyone's like, oh, be yourself. Dude. It's like yeah. very stereotypical advice. But she'll like word something that's like, oh, I've never looked at it from that yeah. side or oh, wow. Um, like a thing that pops out to me was I was reading like, you know, she went through like a bunch of like addictive relationships mm-hmm. with men basically and like there were quotes of like, you know, the man, the man was like done with her and she was like begging him to stay or yeah. whatever. And like one, she like was suicidal over. Yeah. And like wrote us. Oh my God. Note. Yeah. That part I have to, we have to like read that part. Cause it's like, yeah. Her quote after that. Yeah. was like, I was like, I've never heard someone. Talk yeah. About like, uh, an, a coming out of suicide with that quote. Yes. So here's what she said. So she wrote a suicide note to her best friend, Gail King's King instructing King to water her plants. (laughs) The suicide note had been much overplayed. Winfrey told Miss magazine. I couldn't tell, I couldn't kill myself. I would be afraid the minute I did it, something really good would happen and I'd miss it. She's like, Ah! so true. (laughs) And I don't think like, that's like, 
I don't know. It's not, well, she, her superpower is like being vulnerable. Right. That's why she was so successful. Yeah. Uh, and her superpower is like understanding human beings, Mm -hmm, like how mm -hmm. they like operate. Yeah. And so when those two things like come together, when she's like, I understand people, like my emotional intelligence is off the like charts. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like (laughs) going to be honest about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like, cause I think people try to hide uh, their faults and like their hardships, unless it's like a normal one, right? Yeah. Like I have no money or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think like you hide stuff until it's out in the social conscience. Like I think recent for people to be like, I have depression. Right. It's like something in high school, like well, maybe like high school, but like the nineties and yeah. before that, people would just be like, I know, or mm-hmm. you would you're not allowed to be mentally ill. Yeah. Like that's really bad. Don't so talk don't about, talk it. about yeah. it. You just have to be fine all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but like if people don't know how much them sharing something that's like sort of like taboo, like literally like suicide. Yeah. Uh, Cause even now people don't want to talk about suicide. That's uh, really hard to talk about. It's yeah. really hard to talk about. So when you, I don't think that they know that like when they share something like super, uh, personal that it will help mm-hmm. pe- like save people's lives. Yeah. And she like knows that and sacrifices that. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't care about like keeping any secrets. Yeah. 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 And I think to say that to like someone that's like hurting to be like, Oh, something great could happen. And yeah, like, I can get better. Um, I think it's just like such a nice gentle way to like kind of nudge somebody out of like a dark spot. And if she had killed herself like over a man, that would have been like a tragedy. Yeah. That would have, that would have depressed a lot. I mean, no matter what, yeah. but like, but also due to someone else like being, yeah. yeah. And these, all these relationships were before 86 because mm-hmm. 86 is when she gets with Stedman. Her, her super long time boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They've been together forever. And like, uh, it feel it, it, that's also like a happy ending to that. Like I mm. was raped a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm saying it so casually. I shouldn't say so <laughs> casually, but like I, that happened to me and mm. I had all these horrible relationships. And then now to all of our understanding, she's in a yeah. healthy relationship yeah. with someone she's been with for a very long time. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, which is such a, such a nice thing. Yeah. And I think too, and this is probably me projecting, my like uh belief with healthy relationships is like I believe they're in a healthy relationship mm-hmm. because she's doing so much shit and oh, he's yeah. doing so much shit. And I think that so many people, especially when you're like young, it's like and you fall in love, you're like, oh, we just everything else stops and I just am with mm-hmm. this person. And then when it stops, like it's not working, we just fight a lot and yeah. don't know why and just be codependent or whatever. But uh, I think that's like such a to me, it seems like a, a successful, healthy relationship because they've been together so long. Yeah. But they're still being badasses in their own regard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I feel like she could show up on a red carpet by herself and be like, yeah, he's at oh, home. It's absolutely. Fine. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I see him all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was reading some of the books he wrote and like one's like, I wrote a book on sports. I'm like, that has nothing to do with <laughs> Oprah. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They seem like totally separate people, but like partners at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like, like such a healthy, I wish that was like promoted more of mm-hmm. like for people. It's like, 
Because I think so many people are like, yeah, you find someone, you get married, you move in together, you have kids and like that's and then that's that, you know, as opposed to being like, no, you have this partner in life and you are your individuals, but you come together and that makes you your own little powerhouse or whatever. Yeah, totally. Go Oprah. Happy ending for Oprah. (laughs) I know. I was really worried reading all those relationships she was in. Yeah. 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 Even like I was reading like four years, like having an affair with a married man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oprah, what are you doing? Yeah. But like, again, like super open about it and be just being like, yeah, this is like a thing that's pretty common. Yeah. And yeah. like people shouldn't uh, hide it from everybody because then it makes people feel alone, like because no one's sharing those yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems to to be in like an unhealthy relationship like that. And feel like you have to hide it is just going to make you feel further isolated. Yeah, totally. Oprah knows how to how to be like, hey, everybody, we all got shit we're going through. We all Let's got talk stuff. about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like after her childhood, like mm-hmm. once we get past all the like shit, like yeah. just the worst. It was like her moving around a lot. Her mom being like. I'm done with you. Go live with another family member yeah, for a while. Go live with your real dad. Yeah. Or go live with your grandma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who were both seem to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Her dad seemed to be like, even though he was like, it doesn't seem like he was like the best. Yeah. He like wanted her to like pursue her educational mm-hmm. career. Like he yeah. wanted her to like succeed. Yeah. Which it felt like good. her mom didn't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like they fought a lot. And then at one point, I know I read her mom was like, go live with your grandma and never invited her to come back kind of thing. So bad. And there was like a half sister she had. She didn't know about. She had like three siblings that all died. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I know that made me really sad reading about her. Like some of it seemed like some of her siblings went through hard times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And they yeah, those were the ones that like didn't become billionaires. They like they had like a very sad fate mm, yeah um but again like yeah the person like literally like you can't it's hard to like complain about like i know like i'm like a big believer of like everybody's uh issues in their world are a big deal of course yeah. um it's hard to like say like to a kid that like doesn't get to like go to like a concert they wanted to go <laughs> yeah, to yeah. like well, do you realize that, like, there's kids that, like, don't get to do, like, anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything fun. Like, they struggle to, like, eat. It's yeah. hard to say that to them because in their world, it's, like, a big deal. Right, So right. you don't want to, like, diminish that. But it's hard to tell people, like, <laughs> it's hard to complain when, like, someone yeah. has gone through all of those things. Yeah. And then they also, like, got out on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Like, more than anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important to, like... Just they like so many people. I'm sure Oprah says this. It's like every day, like just stop and think of like five things you're grateful for in your life, mm-hmm. and that kind of helps when you find yourself being like, I can't go to that concert. Yeah, I'm gonna kill myself. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's like because yeah, there are everyone. There's so many people in like so many different worlds, and yeah, like, and I think Oprah is a great reminder of like shit can get hard, but like have faith and stay strong. Mm -hmm. It could get better. Yeah, it could. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. You don't want to miss it. (laughs) Um, and then, so after all of that stuff, she like gets into like radio, right. Mm -hmm. When she, in her senior year of high school. Yeah. Like 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was just somebody noticing that she was great at public speaking. Cause she did like 
the beauty pageant. She yeah. won Miss Black Tennessee beauty pageant, oh, uh, which I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just done everything. She's like, I can literally do anything. Yeah, yeah. Like literally anything I want to do, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, I'd say towards the end of her high school career, like she got voted like Miss Popular. Like yeah. she figured it out. Yeah. Like she was like, I know how to work everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's so smart too. Yeah. Um, and she attracted the attention of local black radio station WVOL, which hired her to do the news part time. Uh, and she worked there for a few years, like off and on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also love this that like her grandma uh, was like, it, 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 they were like, it wouldn't have surprised her grandma because Oprah would like interview like corn cob dolls and the crows <laughs> in her backyard. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it's just like she knew what she wanted to do too. Yeah. And that's such a specific thing to want to do. Yeah. Totally. Like I want to interview, interview people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so interesting to me. Um, and then she worked in local media. She was both the youngest news anchor and the first black female news anchor at Nashville's WLAC TV. That's amazing. Amazing. She moved. She like didn't like. I think that uh, her on the podcast, she like says a lot of things about this. Like, do you know that I'm a woman? And they're like, Yeah. And they're like, And you know I'm black, right? And she's, they're like. Yeah, and they're like, and she, you know, I'm not like classically beautiful, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, but you, she like yeah. transcended all these like things that like normally yeah. were. So she paved the way for so many people because, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think there's something about like when you watch her, like I feel like anyone could go watch like an old Oprah Winfrey show episode mm-hmm. and be engaged the entire time. Oh yeah, time. there's something about her that's like so relatable and like what you're saying about like vulnerable and everything mm-hmm. it just like gets you to like i don't know it's you really hard to deny yeah, yeah 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 um so then she moved to baltimore for wjz tv in 1976 mm-hmm. to co-anchor the six o'clock news she was removed as co-anchor and worked lower profile positions at the station was that the station that was like kind of starting to get on her case about her like look i think being, so like, you're crying too much on the air and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're being too oprah <laughs> i think so yeah um i think i was reading that was like a hard time for her because that was one where like she was in love with a guy tried to get mm-hmm. him to move to baltimore and he was like no you're a woman i'm not moving for a woman kind of deal because it's the 70s yeah um and then yeah and <gasps> Oh my God. Another like little tidbit is Uh that she did have like this high school boyfriend, like her senior year yeah, where he was like super sweet and then was like, but on the inside, I knew that like we would never go farther than this because she was like destined for things far greater than I could ever provide. Yeah. Just like, that's the one guy other than Stedman that was like, I know. Yeah. Like she's better than I. (laughs) I also read that she broke up with him on Valentine's. And I was Their like, senior year, Oprah, you're such a uh, such a teenage girl. <laughs> I loved that. Um, like imagining him with like flowers and like a little box yeah, of candy. Just loves her, but like knows that she's yeah. too good for him, yeah. and she's like, no. She's like, the radio wants me. Yeah, I'm gonna go do this pageant that I'm gonna, I won. Yeah, I don't think I can be with you anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. <laughs> Then she so like skipping around, she like relocated to Chicago, which was like a really big deal because Mm -hmm. she like 
she didn't know what she where she wanted to go yeah. at the time. She was like, I could move to L.A. I could move to New York. Those right. are the two places where like it feels like my career will. Those two places will like help my career. Uh huh. But I think New York is too busy and I don't want to go to L.A. Yeah. So Chicago felt like a good middle ground for mm-hmm. her at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love like imagining Oprah like deciding where to move. I don't know why because yeah. I think I've had a similar like yeah. I had a like New York, Chicago, LA decision yeah. to make at one point. I chose LA, but like I just like that it just feels very again human yeah. like to have those decisions yeah. when she's like super young and like not successful yet. Totally. Is this like this could make or break me? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like when I first moved to LA and was like. This is dumb. What am I doing? Yeah. I would just listen to WTF all the time with Mark uh-huh, Maron. Because uh-huh. like, I'd be like, oh, I love this like actor. And they'd be like, yeah, I was poor and waiting tables for 10 years. Yes. And I'm like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those stories are so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's gone through it. I mean, yeah. there's some people that haven't, but like mm-hmm. a lot of people have gone through that, like on varying degrees, but like. Uh oh, I have no money, but I do want to move to this place. Yeah, but I have this dream, or I mm-hmm. feel like this is where I need to be, and things feel really slow. But just, just stick with it. Yeah, and yeah. I think like Oprah, this tycoon, is like, where do I go? Mm-hmm. You know, I just love that like inner <laughs> inner. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like wrestling with yeah. like the idea of yeah, yeah. And I feel like one of the first Oprah facts I ever knew, like as a kid mm-hmm. that I always thought was so cool was her picking Chicago. Like the industry worked with her, like came yeah. to her and was like, Oh, you, your show's in Chicago. Okay. You're the only TV show in Chicago yeah. and we'll make that work. Yeah. You know this. So yeah, this is where it gets like, she start, it has like a meteoric rise. Yeah. Uh, so she re- relocated to Chicago to host WLS TV's low-rated talk show AM Chicago. Mm-hmm. So AM Chicago is like really where it like kicks off. Yeah. Uh, within months after Winfrey took over, the show went from last place in the ratings to overtaking Donahue, which is Damn. like a huge, huge deal, deal. <laughs> as the highest-rated talk show in Chicago. The movie critic Roger Ebert, uh, yes. who she also, also dated. Yes! <laughs> I read that. Uh, well, also, okay. I read that fact first about Ebert being like this, like Oprah, you're on to something, yeah. do this. And then I was like, wow, he really cares about Oprah. And then like later reading, they dated. I was like, mm, yeah, get it. It's not, but like, he's like the one where it's like, I mean, clearly they weren't right for each other. That's like, seems like the weirdest match yeah. in the world, but like, at least like saw what was so like her talent yeah. and like tried yeah. to help her with I think what they he were like had. attracted to each other's talent. I think that had to be it. Yeah. yeah. We're in similar fields. Mm-hmm. You can help me. I can help you. And we like understand each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're definitely not in love, but I just loved that. Like, I don't know. I had to stop and imagine like, Oh, did they like get a hotel room? Like they had like little weekend affairs. It is and- so weird to imagine. <laughs> He's like the least sexual person in the world. And just, like, it just, and like, he feels boring to me, yeah. even though I'm sure he's not like yeah. he has to be an interesting person, but feels like he's like a boring. But person. I definitely think Oprah ended it. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure. It's like, yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> so, yeah. And then uh, 
he persuaded her to sign a syndication deal with King World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was renamed the Oprah Winfrey Show, mm-hmm. expanded to a full hour and broadcast nationally. The first national, national, uh, what, how do I phrase that? Televised episode. Uh-huh. Like, uh, not just like in Chicago. She like talked about how sweaty her pits were on oh. national TV. <laughs> like she's like, I'm sweating. Like, yeah, and like yeah. no one had ever seen that before. Like, what like this woman yeah. is not like trying to be perfect on television right, right. she's like outwardly being like oh, my pits are sweating <laughs> <laughs> which is like my favorite thing yeah and I'm sure so many people watching at home were like oh, my pits sweat that's me. that's me oh my god I found me on TV yeah yeah oh yeah she's the best especially when you think of like 1950s movies of like <sighs> gorgeous beauty and everyone talks a certain way and and what a terrible world for like women to like regular women to live in like they all feel like they're like weird yeah and not (laughs) yeah yeah not with oprah Oprah's like i'm uh yeah she knows herself so well yeah boom she's like this is what you get Mm -hmm. and everyone's like yes we love it Uh, her syndicated show brought in double Donahue's national audience, displacing Donahue as the number one daytime talk show in America. Mm-hmm. Their much publicized contest was the subject of enormous scrutiny. Time magazine wrote, so I love this quote because I think it like really distills everything that her show was. Yeah. Uh, few people would have bet on Oprah Winfrey's swift rise to host the most popular talk show on TV. In a field dominated by white males, she's a black female of ample bulk. As interviewers go, she is no match for, say, Donahue. What she lacks in journalistic toughness, she makes for in plain-spoken curiosity, robust humor, and above all, empathy. Guests with sad stories are apt to to rouse a tear in Oprah's eye. They, in turn, often find themselves revealing things they would not imagine telling anyone, much less a national TV audience. It is the talk show as a group therapy session. Crazy. That's amazing. And she just like invented this thing. She had no idea she was inventing. Yeah. Because she was just connecting with people. She was just being herself. And not being like, you know, before so many interviews are like, I have my cards. I ask questions. Mm -hmm. And you're just like talking to a wall, basically. Yeah. Like your projects coming up. Like we'll talk about this thing. Yeah. Money, money. When sure, like we'll get a fun anecdote from this actor on from on set or whatever. But like no one really cares about that. Like we care about like the Michael Jackson interview where she, yeah. she's like talking about like his real life. The questions like other right. interviews won't ask. Yeah. And that was like one of the biggest interviews of all time. Yeah. 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 Like the most inter- watched interview yeah. of all time or something like that. Or like one of the very top ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like she, cause at the time it was so, when it got so popular, everyone was trying to like recreate that and copy that. Right. Like Ricky Lake, yeah. Jesse Raphael, yes. Jerry Springer, mm-hmm. Maury, but Montel they couldn't Williams. like tap into that thing of like, because, because she literally has a superpower, right? You can't duplicate it. Yeah. It yeah. is her personality that makes the show what it is. Mm-hmm. And then all those other shows like, just like are insane. Like, yeah, I, because I don't, I I mean, I don't, I could be wrong, but I, when I think of the Oprah Winfrey show, I don't think of like 
you know, is he the daddy or like, no, and you, you she, can't, you won't believe your eyes with this per these persons, like their tattoos or something yes. where I feel like all the other ones were like more shock value yes. to kind of get viewers to watch. They, they were at first, they were doing that at a certain point, like that sort of, sort of like that. Like one episode they brought on like a husband and like his wife and the woman he was cheating on his wife with. Uh huh. And, uh, the wife was so upset and it was like traumatizing. And Oprah was like, I am never doing that again. Yeah. We're never yeah. doing that again. That's absolutely it. I love We're it. only doing things now that like make people feel good. Yeah. Uh, and that became like, um, what is it called? Like the. Oh, choose your life. What is it? Choose your life. Live your best life TV or something like that. I think uh -huh. I have it in here somewhere. But it became just like people trying to better themselves. That's great. Yeah. Um, Rather than. Uh, like, yeah, like drama or drama, like some yeah. sort of shock. Yeah, yeah. Shock factor. Which I think all the other TV shows are yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I, I don't know, like as a kid, I like just flipping through the channels. It's like when I would think of Oprah, I'd think like, like welcoming colors, mm -hmm. bright. And it would be like her sitting and talking to someone, like having a real yeah. conversation. Yeah. 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 It's the best. And like I <laughs> learned about like uh, so many things that I don't think I my parents necessarily would have talked about me with. Oh, wow. With. Yeah. But we were watching it together. Yeah. So I'm learning about these things that they're not necessarily bringing up. Right. But they're okay with me learning about. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like, not that anything was bad. Just like, uh, like I learned what trans, like what trans was. I yeah. was like, I know I would have had mm -hmm. no idea, I think for a long time. And then like, she would have transgender people on the show right. to talk about their lives and make them like feel normal to everybody. Yeah. She was like huge in that. Um, I, yeah. I was reading like, she was kind of a frontier person for making like, making the LGBTQ community like visible and yeah. mainstream and being like, we're people. And yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like novelty or weird about you. You're mm -hmm. like a normal person. So let's find out, like, yeah. let's ask you questions about your normal life. So you feel more normal to people. Yeah. So people don't like, cause I, people are just afraid of the unknown. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's like, and I think like our society or our upbringing is like, it's not part of normal raising to be like, this is how you interact with people that are different from mm -hmm. you. Um, so then people just, get kind of conditioned to be like, oh, look away, don't engage, or like, if just I don't know what it. it is. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, and then, and then politics comes in and it's like, vote on this issue. And then that's when people think they have an opinion mm -hmm. when they've have never really, they don't know connected. anything. Yeah. 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 So a lot of those things that I think that my parents wouldn't necessarily have like brought up, but mm -hmm. we would talk about because we would see it on Oprah. Yeah. And oh, that was awesome. like the best. Yeah. yeah. Yay, um, Oprah. <laughs> yay Oprah yeah I also like that it led to discussions with your family it wasn't like okay program's off oh no Bye. yeah 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 because again yeah. I don't think my parents were ever like oh, we can't talk about that but like I don't think they would have thought to talk about it yeah totally because it wasn't in our day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. uh necessarily at the time yeah um but they were to they were like fine with me watching it yeah um yeah that's awesome. We also learned about rainbow parties, which like are not real. The like, <laughs> like giving a blowjob with like different shades of lips lipstick. Wait, what? Yeah, like 
when like every girl wears like a different color lipstick yeah this was like an epidemic that oprah was like this is a big deal this is happening in our schools it's like (laughs) it's not happening that's that's so much effort yeah Oh my god! That insane. Doesn't sound like a good time at all. No, and um, like no one's doing that. <laughs> rainbow parties. Uh, Maybe like five yeah. people. I mean, when you're on TV five days a week, yeah, not every episode's gonna be a winner. No. <laughs> it can't be rainbow parties. Um, oh my gosh! But yeah, then what she got like more into that like I can't. I want to remember the phrase. It's like choose your best life or like live your best life. TV, yeah, whatever yeah. that's called. Um, she would like have people on to talk about like serious issues or whatever. And then also would like her big thing was like every episode needs to have a purpose. Aww, like if yeah. I don't see a purpose behind this or a mm-hmm. reason to do this, then I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so then when they would like try to like do the, like we should give away this, we should give away blank, whatever. Right. They were like, well, cause her favorite thing is to give gifts, but she's yeah. like, if I'm not giving it to people who like need that, then mm-hmm. like, What's, what's the, the point? point? Yeah. So they would go through the like line and be like, so what's your like, situ- like trying to like get que- answers out of them to find yeah. out like who has a car, yeah. who like is in a financial Ooh. situation that's like hard and then would bring those people into the audience so they could get cars rather than just like anybody wow. from the audience. Okay. So yeah. when everyone got a car, they really needed a they car. They really try. And of course there's like people in there that don't need a car. Right, right. Because they have to fill the audience. But like yeah. they got everyone in the audience that like would need that yeah. in the audience. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I didn't know that was a thing. I yeah. Just, I know that's like a very famous episode when she gave everybody yeah. like a Pontiac, <laughs> which is insane. And it's like, yeah, it's like... I feel like once a year, everyone Googles that just to watch that moment because people are losing their minds. It's the best. Amazing. Yeah. That and like she like couldn't sleep the night before. She was like too excited. Uh, She like couldn't handle it uh, because like all the cars are like in the building. It's not like I forget where they're like on the roof or like somewhere specific. Yeah. And they're just all there. Drive away with them. Yeah. The show and all the like the employees put um ribbons on each car Aww. and then she went up and saw them and she was like um uh the ribbons are like not big enough like <laughs> this doesn't like look like it's like in proportion to the car yeah. doesn't look like a gift like yeah so you're we do have to redo them all <laughs> so they had to redo all the all oh, the bows yeah. uh but like the big like so everybody that worked on the show too was like it's a, it was literally the best time of my life. Like, yeah, I remember that time. Like I, they'll, they start crying when they talk about it. Aww. Like I will remember that time for the rest, like remember it and like cherish it. Like yeah. truly was, it was my whole entire life. Yeah. It's I the mean, best thing I've ever done. It probably felt really great too. Yeah. Like when you, you do all this work and then I'm, the payoff was probably bigger than they could have imagined, yeah. you know, and watching all these people drive away with the cars. Like, yeah. how can you not like cry and feel good for the rest of the month (laughs) the best uh and they would like be like yeah but it was like also like the hardest time of my (laughs) life because we worked constantly for that entire time yeah and uh but the thing that everybody would say was like but the reason why it would make it okay is because Oprah would be there all the time. She worked yeah. harder than any of us uh, did. Yeah. So we couldn't complain or be like, well, yeah. what is she doing? Yeah. Because she is like literally like, like going home for like three hours to sleep, like uh, in her jeans, yeah. like on the couch yeah. and coming back to work. That's amazing. So 
it was they couldn't ever feel mad at it yeah. because she was working harder Hard than anybody too. else was. Yeah. I mean, she like with her magazine website channel, everything mm-hmm. she does, it does feel like she knows everything that's going into it. Oh yeah. Cause when something gets past her, she will like make sure everyone oh, knows that yeah. that was not okay. Like when that a million little pieces. Yeah. Thing <laughs> that's like another famous episode. It's like, you're coming back and we're talking about me. this. Yeah. 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 I feel like Just that was like-, like her first like thing, right? You lied. <laughs> Admit it. And why? Yeah. Yeah. Cause when she puts a stamp on something, it really like, it's called the Oprah effect. It's yeah. like when her, when things would like, when she would like put the like Oprah's book club stamp on things, that yeah. book would like, rise to the top yeah um and sell more books than anybody else or something and then uh when it when someone lies to her about that when she like literally gives them the world yeah uh i imagine that that's like infuriating yeah but also like whatever (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean i'm sure because the lie was he said all those things happened to him but it wasn't true. I think that it was like, like a, a huge exaggeration. Yeah. Um, um, but at that point, he had all that book money mm-hmm. that he was like, sorry. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think she sued him or anything. She was just like, I think she not, just was like, yeah, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. And we're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that's like. I feel like to have Oprah say we're done is like, yeah, to hurt. You know, the funny thing is, too, is like she she like made Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil and uh, Bob Green, I think, mm-hmm. is her trainer. Is that right? Or no, I don't know about Bob. I just know about Dr. Phil's like the big one. that yes. I know. And I, I think say, Bob Green is her trainer that she yeah. and then also. Um, oh, my God. Who is who's the other person? Oh, uh, Nate Berkus. Uh-huh. All of those people, she, like, made them. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like, Nate Berkus feels fine. Like, he's making decor for Target. Like, yeah, you're yeah. on my good list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz feel like scammers and, like, terrible people. Yeah. Well, there's been, like, especially with Dr. Phil, Phil, like, coming up. Like, I remember, like, yeah, it would be, like, Oprah and then Dr. Phil's show. And mm-hmm. then she, like, you know, went off to do her things. But always has felt like their relationship has kind of butted heads once he like got big enough. Yeah. And now he's kind of laughable and like, oh, he's creating garbage on TV. Yeah. And it's interesting that she hasn't like made like a statement though about the two of them yeah. being like they they didn't do it right. I gave yeah. them like everything that they could yeah. start off with and they just didn't do it right. Yeah. Uh I guess like that she doesn't want to like burn any bridges. She like absolutely like you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. But like it is interesting that, as far as I know, has not come out and, like, made a statement about either right. of them. Yeah, I, yeah, I've heard, like, a little bit of, like, disapproval, but not, like, anything big. Yeah. Yeah, and I think probably she's just, like, I have lots to do, you know, yeah. I don't have time for this, and also, like, it's showing, like, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Uh, but Nate Burgess, that was a, that was just, a good one. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, and then she co-founded the Women's Cable Television Network, Oxygen. Oh, uh, I didn't know she co-founded it. She's insane. Damn. She's also the president of Harpo Productions. Oprah spelled backwards. Mm-hmm. It's often a Harpo. team name I pitch to people. No one wants it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And then she and Oprah and Discovery Channel Communications announced plans to change Discovery Health Channel into the, her channel own. So the Oprah Winfrey Network. Uh-huh. Just like at first, like not doing well, but seems to have like gotten through that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think is interesting about her career. She does so much that there are things that it's like, yeah, that movie was kind of a flop or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's about to come out and wrinkle in time. Like it's like, yeah. it's kind of like fine where I feel like a lot of other people's careers, it's like they have one blemish and they're gone. Yeah. I think that. Be- and also, like, the thing about her is that, like, I didn't watch, I know it, it, that's, like, insane that I didn't watch it, but that movie that came out on HBO with her. Are well, we talking about Beloved? Or, no. Um, um, it was with, uh, what is it her name? recently? Yes. Let's see. What is it called? Oh, Henrietta Lacks, right? The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. It mm-hmm. came out, it was, like, a movie on HBO, and it's, like, starring her and, like, what is her name? Rose. She's from Bridesmaids. Oh, Rose Brin Brian. Yes. She's such a good actress. So She's they so fun to watch. they were the stars of this movie and I heard it was like very very bad. But really? Oprah uh-huh. was like amazing in it. Like her acting was amazing. Yeah. Uh, She's a great actress. She is. Yeah. Because again, I think she just like understands human beings. Yeah. Like, I think like it truly is just like she just gets it. Yeah, yeah, she taps into that. <laughs> so I think, so even when, like, there's something that, like, doesn't go well, oh, it never feels like it's, like, Oprah's fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, where yeah. Johnny Depp, it's, like, it seems to be your fault He's at this point. He's making some big choices, and, yeah, people are, like, letting him do it yeah. or whatever. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas it doesn't ever feel like it's like directly because of her. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of the success of things is because of her. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, when things fail, it's not because of her. Yeah. So it's like this weird, like, yeah, maybe it didn't do well, but like I did my best. Yeah. And I put in my part. Yeah. Whatever. She shows up. And yeah. Like a lot of like co-stars will quote saying like she's like one of the smartest actresses mm-hmm. to work with. She's hardworking. So it's not like like. Man, she showed up three hours late to set. You know, you never like, hear people say bad things about her. And like, I, yeah, I've heard people that like, uh, not just on the like uh, podcast where they're like on air, but I've heard people like, I have a friend that worked for Oprah, and they said it was like the best, and she was the best. Yeah. Whereas like you hear about like Ellen, and you hear that like it was like the worst. Yeah, I've heard lots of talk shows. Doctor Phil, I've known people work for him. Yeah, he's like will throw a nightmare. About yeah. Him. Steve Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. But you, as far as I know, and I am like, to be fair, I probably do have blinders on, but I've never, and I also feel like when you love something, people want to tell you what's wrong with it. So I feel like at this point, people probably would have told me what's wrong. (laughs) Oh man, that's such a humans, (laughs) man. (laughs) But I never hear anything truly bad about her. Yeah. One of my favorite like storytelling I ever heard was from this comedian, Laura House. Mm-hmm. And she talks about the time she met Oprah. And she's like, I wouldn't even say I was an Oprah fan. But when I met her, I sobbed. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what happened. But it was like the minute she just walks into the room. Oh, my God. It's like it the air changes. Yeah. And you just get swept up in mm-hmm. it. Because she is like. I mean, people have called like people have said that she's like a priestess. Like she yeah. is like considered like people follow her advice as if it were a religion. Yeah, yeah. And she just has that sort of like mm-hmm. I think I mean I've never met her. Right. But 
my god i could i could just imagine that like anyone would everyone knows who she is so mm-hmm. would have some sort of reaction yeah and yeah you never see like shitty youtube videos being like watch me be shitty to oprah or whatever oh, like god no yeah, yeah everyone respects like, her at yeah. least even I if mean, they don't love her uh, just on the news yesterday when i googled oprah i was like talking about her alaska cruise and how she was oh out god. walking the towns of alaska so yeah. she's never been there and people were just flooding to like see her as if she was like the pope you mm-hmm. know like, and it was no one holding up signs and being like down with Oprah. It was just no. like, Oprah's in her town. Yeah. She, I entered that contest. To <laughs> so it was a contest cruise. to like, it go, was a you could cruise? go on the cruise. Yeah. Okay, Cause I was, I was reading about the cruise and I was like, I wonder how much that was. I don't think it was everybody that I don't know. I don't really know if it was yeah. like everybody on the cruise, but like, I know for sure there were like at least spots to go yeah. on the cruise. Cause she thinks about like. I'm not just trying to make a ton of money and getting no. rich people. Mm-mm. It's like, cause I was reading like her magazine. It's mostly like upper class women that read yeah. it, but she has a website that like millions of people mm-hmm. walk to every day. Mm-hmm. And that's like more like inclusive, you yeah. know? So totally. Yay. I love that. She like <laughs> made like an application for like, you know, poor dreamers. Oh yeah. Like, I love Cause you. she knows she gets it. Yeah. Um, love it. Love it. Yeah. And one time again, like speaking on that, like Alaska thing, everybody like flocking to her. She's in a car with Gail and there's like a video because by the way, Oprah is great on social media, but Gail is like on a whole nother level. Okay. I'm going to follow Gail. Oprah's is a (laughs) tiny bit more curated. Uh It's like she doesn't post as, but Gail is like unfiltered. (laughs) She's the best. Yeah. yeah. I I also love Gail. Yeah. Um, I, I, her posts are like, if I've gone through like every single Mm -hmm. one of them, like, Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many like truly hilarious ones, but Gail posted a video of like her and Oprah in a car after like some event that was like, it, it, uh, it, it was an event that like a lot of black women went to I don't it was it had I don't remember what it was I wish I could remember so it doesn't sound like I'm like (laughs) black women were there but it was and so they're Uh like all around the car and uh like they roll down the window to talk to them and they're like like in the window like Oprah oh my god you mean so much to me blah 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 and then instead of being like Oh, thank you so much. And like driving away, yeah. she like holds their hands. It's like, uh, I'm here with you. I hear you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. That's which is amazing. like such a special moment between. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's like, I think that's so amazing because I know so many people. I'm like on this boat of like, I don't want to meet my favorite people. Like, yeah. Because it just the times that I have been like, oh, my God, this comedian. Mm-hmm. I, I loved you in this. They're always just like, thank you so much. And then walk away. And yeah. it just feels so like. Yeah. I didn't have a connection with them and it's like why even try but it's like she knows that how important that is to that mm-hmm. person that they just get this 5 second interaction with her and for her to be like you you get me yeah. in this moment is like that's that's incredible. She's and yeah, the best. Yeah, her and Dolly Parton are the two people and Alyssa Dolly, Edwards yeah. who is on RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Those are the three people that I was like, I really would, I would meet those people. And I feel like it wouldn't, I wouldn't, my like life wouldn't be crushed. I feel yeah. like they would be genuinely uh, nice and whatever. Yeah. I met Alyssa Edwards and that was the best time wow. of my life. Wow. Um, <laughs> it was the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Magazine was the most successful startup 
ever. Wow. <laughs> Fortune called like made that fact. I mean, I guess yeah. I'm assuming that's true. Uh-huh. Um, these are just like other fun facts that I like wanted to share. Sure. Yeah. She lives on in quotes, the promised land. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a 42 acre estate. Uh, in Montecito, California. Yeah. I have driven past her home. <laughs> awesome. I I was looking at an aerial view of it. And I was like, yep, that's a big house. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we were in Santa Barbara and like I like pitched it to Matt and he was like, let's do it. And we like drove Aww. past her house. If you slow down at all, the security guards are like out there. Oh, they're, they're like, instantly like, yep. Yeah. What are you Can doing? You. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is fair. <laughs> which is fair. Because also like, yeah, she gives you. She will give you all her energy in that moment, mm-hmm. but she also like has a private. She jet. needs her, yeah, yeah. I think she just left Alaska to be like, and they're like, and in the middle of the night, she got on her private jet and was <laughs> gone. Yeah, but it's like because that's a lot of energy, you know. She 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 is like she has such a healthy uh, relationship with it. I think like yeah. I have my time, yeah, and then I have the time when I'm with you, yeah. Whereas like, uh, did you listen to Missing Richard Simmons? Yes. Oh my god! So that yeah. feels like the opposite, right? Yeah, he put way too much energy mm-hmm. and time into like strangers lives yeah just like so nice and helpful right. for those people but not for him yeah yeah it like drained him mm-hmm. i think yeah so she has like a good balance of that i think like i'm here for you and i'm here for yeah. you 100 percent. yeah but then i like am mostly gonna be with my loved ones yeah that makes sense like also like this year being her year of adventure mm-hmm. doing the alaska cruise <laughs> She picked Alaska because she's never been to Alaska. <laughs> so she's like, this is a really fun thing for me that I'm excited yeah. about. But I want you to come along, Because that's her favorite thing in the world is to like be like, I'm really interested in this thing. I really love this thing. Yeah. I would like to share it with everybody yeah. I know. That's amazing. She's And then great. she brought Gail along. Yeah. You gotta bring Gail. <laughs> Gail, her episodes with Gail yeah. were my favorite always. Mm-hmm. And they would like go on road trips and stuff because they would just like, because they feel like normal best friends. Yeah. And uh-huh. it feels real rather than like you're watching like The Simple Life or whatever. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's not real. Like, that's like a reality tel- television show. But like, there's yeah. so many things where it's like, those people aren't actually friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, it's like, yeah, they're friends because they're like, they like did things when they were yeah. at this age, but like. They might have grown apart. Yeah. They have families now. Totally. They live in like different states most of the time. They don't feel like, they felt like people that like knew each other through comedy and yeah. that's what they did. Yeah. But now that they, yeah. But Oprah and Gail are like truly best friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's so, uh, those episodes were so fun to watch because they're like fighting with each other which I is like I love it I love it Gail like Gail keeps Oprah humble yeah totally they uh, and they've known each other their whole lives yeah oh I mean not their whole lives but since they were like in their 20s that's a long yeah, time that's a long time and they like grew up together it feels mm-hmm. like they like yeah. had their like rise to fame together yeah, yeah. and it never felt like I know Gail has said things like it never felt like Oprah was like um I don't know, like, I don't want to say a quote because I know I'm not going to say whatever she said, right? But Uh she never felt like those situations where, like, your best friend gets famous and they, like, kind of leave you behind. yeah. It never felt like, oh, and I'm throwing you a bone. It always felt like they are friends and, like, rising tides lift all boats. It also didn't, doesn't feel like um, Gail is using Oprah's power. No. to grow no you know, which, not at all but I think Oprah's really good about that mm-hmm. though like because I feel like even with her boyfriend like <laughs> it's like yeah I'm sure she helped him out in some ways but it's never like 
Oprah, can I have this thing or whatever? Yeah. It's like he's very much his own man, too. Um, and she has that understanding of, like, you have to work for what you want. Yeah. Like, you're not going to, like, get things handed to you. And I know yeah. that that's the right way to live. Yeah. So she it, knows to not just, like, be like, well, here you go. I'll just give yeah. you everything in the world. Yeah. You have to, like, I can help you, but mm-hmm. you have to kind of do it on your own. Yeah. Um. It f- always it. felt like that good balance yeah. of both. I'm supportive and I'll help. So, but She's so healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, uh, okay, so Gail, I just to talk about now that we're on Gail, yeah, uh, they have there's been persistent rumors that they were gay, Mm -hmm. and here's a quote from Oprah about it I understand why people think we're gay, there isn't a definition in our culture for this kind of bond between women, so I get why people have to label it. How can you be this close without it being sexual? I've told nearly everything there is to tell. All my stuff is out there. People think I'd be so ashamed of being gay that I wouldn't admit it. Oh, please. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, "Uh, remember in the 80s when I talked about being sexually abused and no one has said that on TV? I think I can say I'm gay for my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So true. I feel like no secrets with Oprah. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like uh, some people you're like, they got some secrets. Oh, or, yeah. Like, you are only seeing one side of them. Um, their best side. We saw Oprah's worst side. Yeah. We've seen her at her We've worst. We've seen her go through a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, she's been very open about, like, weight and, like, uh, America's, like, concept of what beauty is. Yeah. And, like, she's like, this is me. Like, mm-hmm. you have to love me for me. And a lot of the weight stuff she said was, like, because she felt like... It wasn't a lot of her life. If she felt like it wasn't okay for her to be as good at things as she was, like uh-huh. as successful and whatever, so she would uh, eat, like overeat, to balance it out. Like so she, I am, like she'd be yeah. like, I am like a piece of shit. So she would like eat like terrible food because uh-huh. it's like this is what I deserve. Like I can't have, yeah, sort of like I'm misquoting it, but like I can't have everything. Yeah, so I'm gonna like treat my body poorly because I, I don't like, want people to be yeah. intimidated by me or think that I think I'm better than yeah. them. That sucks. That feels like a very like woman quality. Mm-hmm. Of totally. Being like, oh, like I know right, I'm it ra- looks like I'm better than you, but I'm not. Like here, here. Look at me. Like, look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many women have to be like, oh, like I think that do have everything. It's like, oh, you should see my house. It's like I know it's a, a disaster yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then still looking like very perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, it's such a bad unhealthy paradox Mm -hmm. you know and it's cool that she discovered that and then like shared that yeah to be like damn (laughs) uh so that so she became a billionaire by the age of 32 (laughs) and is like the first and only black billionaire so here i'll read it because it's like yeah the first so here uh she negotiated ownership rights to the television program and started her own production company. Uh, at the age of 41, she had a net worth of 340 million and replaced Bill Cosby as the only African American on the Forbes 400. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Bill Cosby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is like pretty poetic though. Mm-hmm. Like a woman that was sexually abused replaces a sexual abuser. <laughs> Um, Winfrey is believed to be the richest African-American in the 20th century. 
There has been a course taught at the University of Illinois focusing on Winfrey's business plan, namely History 298, Oprah Winfrey, the tycoon. That's amazing. I'd love to take that class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she is listed as the world's only black billionaire. Yeah. And the first black woman billionaire in world history. She's believed to be the most influential and powerful woman in the world. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Th- like, yeah, the Oprah effect, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. And then the whole uh, Barack Obama thing is crazy because. Yeah. They- the first time I had heard of him was on her show. Yeah, because she had him on the show before he was even running yeah. for president. And she's like, you should run for president. Like, they talk about that. On the, and he's like, I don't know. That, like, classic, like, maybe, I don't know, yeah, yeah. probably not. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I love him. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but that was the first time I'd ever heard of him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, which is like, also, I was like, however old at the time. But he was like a senator for Illinois. So it's like, yeah. if you're in California, we don't know no. all those senators, no, 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 you know? No. And she, um, she, so her endorsement was responsible for four hundred and twenty thousand and one million six hundred thousand votes for Obama in the Democratic primary alone. That's amazing. Based on a sample of states that did not include Texas, Michigan, North Dakota, Kansas, and Alaska, uh, her endorsement was respo- was responsible for the difference in the popular vote between Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Uh, and uh, the governor of Illinois reported being so impressed by Oprah <laughs> that uh, he considered giving offering her the vacant Senate seat, describing Winfrey as the most instrumental person in electing Barack Obama president with a voice larger than 100 senators combined. Wow. And then my favorite part is of <laughs> all of this is that she stated that she was absolutely not interested, but she did feel she could be a senator. She <laughs> And like, she totally could, she of course. Could be on the Supreme Court. Oh. She could run for president. She just doesn't want to. Like, that's, no. She has hinted for running for president, though. I, I mean, because of, I think, I think what's of happening. What's happening. Yeah. I, can you imagine? I mean, it's like, it scares me, though, because I would be afraid yeah. that, like, it would, like, cause some sort of, like, uproar or yeah. something. But I don't know. It's just like, remember how I felt waking up and being like, wow, Obama's president? And then now yeah. waking up and being like, Holy fuck, Trump's president. To wake up and be like, Oprah's president? Like, <laughs> she could I do used it. To feel like every day you, we would just be like jumping out of bed, like, hooray! Living yeah. best life. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it couldn't be any worse than this. And she's like yeah. so smart. She's so compassionate. Like, can you imagine foreign policy? Oh like, my God. Uh, my grandma's, uh, she's Japanese. So anytime I go over to their house, she's watching like Japanese news. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell the way they talk about Obama versus Trump. It's yeah. just like, I just feel so embarrassed. Like yeah. other countries that are talking about him. And now it's like, just imagining them being like, President Oprah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like, everyone's just like dancing. I don't know. That's how I imagine it. I know. I imagine it being but, a utopia, but of course it wouldn't be. So it'd be, yeah. Yeah, there's a dark side to humans, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, us liberals would be real happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Change Your Life TV is what it was called. Oh, OK. Not Live Your Best. But it also like Live Your Best Life. She also said like a thing like on one episode where she was like, uh, hey, women, mm-hmm. don't put your kids and your husband ahead of you. You put yourself first. And Ooh. there was like an 
uproar. Really? People were like, because I don't think that idea had really been like yeah. in mainstream media like yeah. proposed before. Mm-hmm. And they were like, but my kids come first and my husband and what are, and like, yeah. you know, what, what are yeah. you talking about? And then now it's like, treat yourself and like, yeah, go to a spa, right. you know, it's like has become a part of our normal lives. Mm-hmm. That is like super, that is like a very mild thing to say now. Yeah. yeah. Whereas at the time people were like, like what the hell is wrong with that. you? Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. were very mad at her for that. Wow. Yeah. I've read a couple things with people being mad at Oprah, but. Again, it was so small compared. And she to always all redeemed herself too. Yeah. She always like dealt with it, which I think is yeah. very rare. Yeah, uh, where like the meat industry thing, like she mm-hmm. went on trial because the meat industry thought that she was that she was taking them down. Oh, so she went to trial for that, and she got off. Like there were yeah. like it was because I forget why. I know I know. It had something to do with like mad cow disease. It was like she talked about oh, on our okay. show. I yeah. want to say that's why. Uh-huh. Uh, so they like took her to trial and she won. Like, she, yeah. and they're like, duh. Right. What? No. Because <laughs> her influence is so big that they were afraid, I think. But Can it's you like. really take someone to trial? Like, had that been done before to be like, you talked bad about us on your TV show and clearly our numbers have gone down? I don't know, but like, if Oprah talks about you, I imagine that, yeah, it has some sort of effect. Yeah. Uh, And I tweeted her one time. I was Uh like, because it came up again for some reason. I was like, why the hell? She said something like, remember the time the beef industry tried to like take me or like took me to court? Like she didn't say that, but she brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) She brought it up. And I responded with like, why would people think you were taking down the beef industry? Just like being like dumb. Like this is like a a few years ago. And I thought, and then she was like, I know. Right. And I was like, ah, <laughs> and it was like uh, not about a thing I care about at all, yeah, but yeah. she that was like the one thing that she responded uh, to. I love it. Um, okay, this is a fun fact. Mm-hmm. A scientific so oh wait, let me get, I can't read. Uh I think my, there's something wrong with my eyes. <laughs> uh psychological scientist at the University of Cambridge, University of Plymouth, and University of California used an uplifting clip for the from the Oprah Winfrey show in an experiment that discovered that watching the uplifting clip caused subjects to become twice as helpful as subjects assigned to watch a British comedy or nature documentary. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. Yeah, that's I mean, so funny that they've like actually done research like yeah, it does make you happier. Yeah. It makes you like want to be more helpful and like get more done. Yeah. Than oh, a nature documentary or British comedy. <laughs> that's so. That also, I was reading an article yesterday that kind of made me sad. Was, um, like basically, you know how polar bears are kind of like the climate change mascot. Oh yeah. They like scientists have done social research and are like, we should fire the polar bear and make it a more like inhumanize yeah like, climate change and make yes. it about humans and how they're affected. Yeah. Because, that has a bigger impact with people than seeing like skinny polar bears. Uh, and I was like, but the polar bears. But what also, is wrong with people? People need to like it needs to feel like it's in their backyard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's um, so stupid. Oh, but I love that watching Oprah makes people more helpful. I love that. Yeah. I love that study. <laughs> <laughs> um also less than a month after the September eleventh attacks. Mm-hmm. 
she aired a controversial show called Islam 101 in which she portrayed Islam as a religion of peace, calling it the most misunderstood of the three major religions, which is like amazing. That's a, that's so thoughtful and amazing. Yeah. Like that's great. Like, and people yeah. I'm sure were upset about it. Right. And she's like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're upset about it. this is something that we should be talking about less than a month after nine yeah. 11. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's so that's again, just the best. She's just trying to bring everybody together and like. So, yeah. yeah. So to like cap it off. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, well, we can briefly like mention, even though it's like a huge deal that she opened up a school for girls in South Africa. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it now has 450 students. Um, She also teaches at the school via satellite. (gasps) Um, she and she like has such she's like so invested in them. It's not like a thing where I open up the school like a lot of basketball right. players like will open up like basketball yeah. courts or whatever. But like she, which doesn't mean that that's not good. Yeah. But she continues to be invested in their lives and make sure it's not ongoing. Going, yeah. Going to yeah. hell or finding out embezzlement happening. Which something did stuff. happen and she like fixed it. Ooh. I don't remember what it was, but like there was some sort of thing that happened and she yeah. was like she got in there and fixed it. Uh, and then she like, I don't remember, I don't know if this is the same thing or if this is when she like gave a bunch of students scholarships, but she just recently, I don't know if you heard about this. She went Mm. on like a tour of like all of these graduations that all of her students were graduating from their colleges. She went went all to all of them. And she like, uh, there, like so many, cause right. I watched all of her Instagram stories How and like a new one every day. I don't remember which one it was. I should know that. That's something mm. I should know. But one of the two, um, so then to like end it all, uh, CBS revealed that mm-hmm. she would join 60 minutes as a special contributor on the Sunday evening news magazine program starting in the fall of 2017. She said, I'm so excited and proud to join forces with this historic news program, which for me represents the bastion of journalistic storytelling. At at a time when people are so divided, my intention is to bring relevant insight and perspective to look at what separates us and facilitate real conversation between people from different backgrounds. She's like, she recognizes what we need and she's like, yeah. No one else is doing it. I'll go on it. I'll go do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think anytime she like levels up, she's like, how can I help? Others? Yeah. Like that's always like her first go to. Yeah. Where yeah, I have so much power and influence and I'm going to use it. Yeah. And for good Ugh. rather than yeah. n- not use it at all or for like bad yeah. for money. It's like. I'm going to make money no matter what. I'm going to be making money for the rest of my life no matter what. Yeah. I've set myself up for success forever. I could never work again. And she's just using the power she has for good. Yeah. Which like, uh, I mean, so many people that have power are not doing that or people that say they get power. They're like, yeah, I'll do that. And then they don't or. Right. But yeah. And I think I I was learning about, um, uh, I think it was a football player, like a falconer, a falconer, falcon guy. <laughs> I always say falconer. Someone pointed out, I'm like, oh, I sound like a child when I say that. <laughs> and now I can't stop saying it. But um, he, uh, like, it be, like it's like comes from a sad story. Like his mom was working like two jobs and she got murdered at one of them, oh. which is awful. But now that he's like has wealth and everything, yeah. he's making it so single moms don't have to work two jobs. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. And I was like, I n- have never heard about this, but I I read the news every day 
well, like let's make I know. that like we yeah. champion that more. Yeah, and Hannah Canigator does a podcast, yeah, which I'll yeah. promote right now. You, I'm yeah. sure, know about it. I love it. But yeah, yeah like uh, about like saying good news rather than bad news, yeah. and we just like talk about good news. Yeah, because everyone's like, well, you get more hits if you talk about the bad stuff. Yeah, but it's just so sad. I know, but also I'm sure true. Yeah, because yeah. people like to like wallow and like hate more right. than I think they love to love but if you follow that study if you watch oprah you'll feel more happy and yeah, helpful so you watching a british that. comedy stop watching british comedies stop watching the british comedies <laughs> they're making you unhelpful right right yeah oh no we're gonna get sued by british comedies now all of, of our british comedies? Of our podcast power watch fleabag <laughs> <laughs> there you go fleabag, fleabag is fleabag. very good yes. yeah and oprah mm-hmm. watch fleabag oprah and i guess planet earth yeah I guess <laughs> animals are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> Let's see. Do I want to say one last thing about her? No, I said You've it all. Said so much. I said it. I mean, and it's not even all of it. I know that's the crazy part. I mean, there is an Oprah podcast. Yeah, I didn't know there was one. She like and has like her own radio station where she has like be on air for like thirty minutes a week or whatever. How does? <laughs> I'm glad most of the stuff she could probably do from her home, right? Yeah. Like, get on the air, satellite, talk to the kids. But then once in a while, she's got to get on a private jet and go to a, go, go to Alaska. Go back go to home graduation. to Hawaii. Yeah, she's, she's... She has a crazy house in Hawaii where it's like her garden is literally, like, in the clouds. Wow. So her garden, like, does better than it would on... It's like a crazy thing. I don't know. I don't even know if that's this. true that it does better, but supposedly yeah. her garden like is in the clouds. Well, it <laughs> in Hawaii. rains so much there. Yeah, it's humid and uh, she Hawaii's has like eight great. houses. She has it all. She deserves it. And she it. still helps. She deserves it though. She's better than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we'll end it. Yeah, she's well, better than all of us. Thank you so much for oh coming. Oh my god! On. Thank you. Yay. Go Oprah. Go Oprah. And that's our episode. Thank you so much, Naomi, for coming on. Folks, Oprah, right? Oprah is the best. I already liked Oprah, but now I'm a fan of Oprah. Like, now I want to go to the church of Oprah. I mean, since talking to Naomi, I have been going on Oprah.com, reading some great articles, got that podcast. I can't wait for her book to come out. I'm, I'm hooked. Oprah's great. You know what else is great? Getting sweet discounts at Mod Club. Ooh, how do you like that for a transition, Mark Marin? Listeners, you can get 20% off your entire order when you go to boardwalkaudio.com slash modcloth. Modcloth, it's where you can get super cute vintage clothes, quirky clothes, clothes with bicycles and cats. Guys, ladies, I love it. And it's for all body types, which is super awesome. So go get that 20% off. If you're a teacher or student, you got that ID card? Go to boardwalkaudio.com slash modcloth25 and get that 25% off. And if you are on like a spending spree because you are part of the 1% and you're shopping on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds. Click on our supporter artist button. It takes you straight to Amazon so you could shop like you normally would. Be sure to check out Naomi on Insta at Naomi's Via. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And if you got time because you're online shopping please go to itunes and rate and review dumb nerds it helps us get more visible and it makes the world a little more weird see you next week bye this 
has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.